Good evening, and welcome to Tuesday Night Live, the midweek Bible study for Bright Temple Church of God in Christ. I pray that each of you are blessed and are in living, living in God's wealthy place, even as I speak to you this evening. By that, I pray that you're living with great expectation and hope and knowing that if God be for you, who can be against you? We want to speak to you tonight from a scripture that God gave us. We've been talking for the past month about our connections. And tonight we wanted to share something that God gave us relative to his word. And we find it there in Proverbs chapter 17. Proverbs chapter 17, looking at verse three, and it says the crucible is for silver and the furnace is for gold and the Lord tests hearts. The crucible is for silver and the furnace is for gold and the Lord tests hearts. When I look at that particular passage relative to what we've been sharing about being connected, connected to God, interconnected to uh, each other and connected to our purpose, connected to God's plan for our lives. I begin to appreciate how this scripture impacts how we view ourselves and how we view where we are. Sometimes we can lose focus or even lose hope relative to God's purpose because of what our environment looks like on the outside. It's very difficult for those who have visions for themselves because you listen and you hear what God wants you to be and you already have a picture in view of where he desires you to be. But the problem is you look up every day and then you see exactly where you are. And sometimes that's the difficult part. No, show, looking at what God has shown you, but waking up to the reality of where you are. And that can cause many people to be disillusioned. They can feel like that whatever God spoke to them was inaccurate or that they are no longer walking inside God's purpose because their environment does not resemble their vision. And I want to speak to somebody today who's in that place right now. You're in that gap between um, God's impartation and God's manifestation. What I mean by that, the you're in that gap between what God told you and what God told you coming to pass. And many of us, I, if I dare say most of us are right there. We're at a place where we know what God desires from us. We know what God desires for us. We know the place where God desires for us to go but yet we have not arrived. And oftentimes we get caught up into why we have not arrived and we begin to do our own forensic examination as to why I'm not in the place where God desires me to be. And in doing so, the devil gets inside our heads and he participates in that internal discussion that we have with ourselves. While we're trying to navigate the path that God has given us, the devil interrupts us with his own ideas. He interrupts our thought processes with his own discouragement and tries to get us to move from the path that God desires for each and every one of us. I often share that the devil's job is really easy. All he has to do is not dissuade you totally from what you believe, but rather simply move you off the spot that God desires you to occupy. If he moves you from that place of purpose and promise where God desires you to be, then you miss out on what God has for you. 
And when you miss out on that, you get discouraged and disillusioned. And soon you find yourself drifting further and further away from God. I want to speak to somebody who might be right there. You might be in a place where you have just simply began to drift. You don't even know how far away you've you've drifted, but you're just in a place where it feels like you're in between. It's like a spiritual layover. You're you, you're at a place where you're trying to get somewhere, but there is something that's standing in the way of you taking off and reaching your destination. That layover that is occurring in your life is, is giving the devil time to try and persuade you to not even get on the plane. He's trying to tell you that you won't even take off, that you're not going to another level, that you're not going to a higher place in God. And while you're there stuck in your labor layover, I just want to give you breathe some words of encouragement to you that that whatever God has said, God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. But whatever God has spoken into your life, it shall come to pass. It will come to pass. That means whatever God says will come. That also means whatever you're going through right now will also pass. David had hope. David had courage because he said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil for God is with me. My hope is in two things. First of all, and my primary hope is in that whatever I encounter, God is with me. But my secondary hope is in the fact that whatever I'm dealing with right now, I'm walking through it. It shall come to pass. The scripture reading that we had for this evening, it, it just gave me that that same type of hope and courage for encouragement for someone else. It says the crucible is for civil. And that means whatever you're going through right now, whatever heat you're in, encountering in your life, it has it is heat it, that is under control. We shared that on Sunday morning. We were talking about the, the oven is simply fire under control. That is a contraption of man who is who is trying to bridle the power of fire and take away the elements that would cause us to burn things that we need to cook slowly in the oven. And what did I say the oven was for on Sunday? The oven is not to burn or consume you, but the oven is for that thing which is not ready to make that which is unprepared ready for God. God is just simply making you ready. Think of the convoluted mess of ingredients that we put inside a pan that we are hoping will become a cake or hoping will become a casserole. We're praying that once we put it inside the oven, that which is unfinished and that which of its current state is not consumable. It's not something you want to eat. It's not edible. It's not ready. It's not prepared. It's not desirable. But we put it in the oven, something that is unmade, something that is unready, something that is not prepared for consumption. And God is making it ready in the oven for us to consume, for us to eat, for it to be palatable for us. And I'm letting you know right now that if you are in the oven, if you're experiencing the heat in your life, that God is simply already mixed the ingredients together and he's preparing you and making you ready for something that you were not yet prepared for. He's preparing you for the icing. We shared on Sunday that many people love the icing. The icing is good, but it's often not good by itself. It's good when it is accompanied by a cake. But you do not put icing on top of mixed ingredients. You have to wait until those ingredients go through the oven to become a cake. In fact, that which you put in a pan and put in the oven, you don't call it a cake until it is done. 
It is simply a mixture of ingredients until it has gone by the fire of the oven that prepares it and completes it into a cake that is then ready for the icing, that's ready for the frosting. The heat, the oven is making you ready. The thing about this text, when it's saying the crucible, the oven, the heat, he's saying the, the crucible is for silver and the furnace is for gold and the Lord tests hearts. That means God is making us ready inside the fire. God is testing us inside the fire. The way the text is even written, it suggests that the oven is not is not there for something that is not valuable. The oven is there for something that will, once it comes out, it is valuable. Saying the crucible is for silver, the furnace is for gold. It's saying the thing that has harnessed the heat that you're going through, the thing that is heating you up, it's there to contain and make ready and prepare something that is valuable. I want to share that with you tonight, that you are valuable. What God has placed in the oven, what God has placed in the crucible, what God has allowed to go through the fire, that you are valuable. And God is simply making you ready for what he has next in your life. I'm letting somebody know that because you're saying I'm following God's plan. I'm, I'm following God's purpose. But yet in my life, it seems like things keep heating up. It seems like the fire gets keep keeps getting turned up higher and higher. Seems like circumstances keep compounding upon me and problems seem to keep coming at me. I, I get through one problem and there comes another one. It seems like the oven is heating up. Seems like my health comes together and then I start having problems on the job. It seems like I leap from one fire to another, from one oven to another crucible to a furnace. It seems like everything in my life is heating up. But I want you to know that all things Work together for the good of them that love the Lord, for them who are the called according to his purpose. If you're on fire, if you're experiencing heat in your life, if you're experiencing storms in your life, just know that God is testing you. He's heating you up. He's placing you in the furnace. He's placing you in the crucible. He's placing you in the oven because you're valuable. The crucible is for silver and the furnace is for gold and the Lord tests hearts. God's making you ready for what he has next for you in your life. I want to encourage you there. So the next step is if I am experiencing heat and now I begin to appreciate why, because God considers me valuable and he's making me ready for what's next. Then I just have to understand that this fire, that this heat is temporary. Once you place that item in the oven, the one thing I always do is because I am not a great cook and because I don't have a perfect sense of timing with whatever I'm creating. There's a, a timer on the oven that says bake timer. And what that does for me is that as soon as that I set that timer and release it, then the whole oven is going to cut off at the end of that time. I don't have to, I don't set the type of timer where it beeps, but then you also, then the oven continues because sometimes I may get away from it and I may lose track of time. I may not pull it out in time. So I put the bake timer on there. So once those 30 minutes are up, 
not only will it beep, but the oven itself will shut off. The heat will be reduced and it will preserve whatever I'm cooking from being burned. I want to let you know that my God, he's the perfect cook. He has perfect timing. He does not always come when we want him, but as they say, he's always on time. He will never allow you to be consumed by your storm. He will never allow you to be consumed by your trial. He will never allow the fire to get too hot. My God is faithful. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able. That means he won't let the fire get too hot. He won't allow the heat to be too much. Said it, but we're with the temptation, a way of escape so that you might be able to bear it. If you're going through the heat of God and the fire in your life right now, first of all, remember, it's because you're like silver. You're like the gold. You are valuable in the sight of God. The next thing you need to understand is like you're on that. You're like that unprepared mix of ingredients that's poured in a pan. God is putting you in the heat and the oven so that he can take that unfinished product and prepare it for what he has next for you in your life. And you want the frosting, you want the ice, and you want that next level, you want those blessings, but I'm letting you know that you have to get ready first. And once you're ready, once you're set, once the cake is firm, then God can apply the blessings, the icing, the frosting, the things that you are desiring. Because God desires those things for us. Jesus said, I come that you might have a life and that you might have it more abundantly. The final thing I want to share from this scripture, and I'm finished. It says the crucible is for silver. The furnace is for gold and the Lord tests hearts. That means the Lord, he has his hand on the controls. No matter how hot it gets, his hands are on the controls. He knows how hot you're getting. He knows the temperature on the inside. Our God, who who is not who will not suffer us to be tempted above you, able, but our God also was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. He knows what we're dealing with. He knows what we're going through. And even greater than that, he has compassion on our situation. He has compassion on our storms and our circumstances. He has his hands on the controls. And he will not allow it to get hotter than necessary. Remember, Job, the devil came amongst the children, the men. And when God had spoken to him, he said, have you considered my servant Job? And the devil said, yes, I considered him. He said, but you constructed so great a hedge about him that I cannot even touch him. And even through everything that Job was tested through in the book of Job, all of his trials, his storms, his physical ailment, the loss of his children and the loss of his his finances and his flock and his herds. God said, gave the devil a line. He said, you can take tuck and touch all of those things, but you cannot touch his life. What he's saying is that, yeah, I'm giving you free reign to touch many things. But I want you to understand that my hands are yet on the controls and whatever you're dealing with in your life. Never lose sight of the fact that God's hands on the controls. He knows how much you can bear. He knows how much you can deal with. And he has placed you in the fire because he considers your value. He knows how valuable you are. He wants to prepare you and make you for the next level in your life so that you'll be ready for what he has next. Understand that's how God works. He's already prepared the way for your present. 
What he's doing now is preparing you for the next level. This storm is not for where you are right now. This trial is not for where you are now. The heat that you're experiencing in your life is not to prepare you for your present, but is to prepare you for the bright future that God has ahead of you. He said, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, thoughts of good and not evil, to bring you a future and a hope. May I pray with you? Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for these moments we have had with your people. Lord, we pray that these were destiny moments where lives were impacted and your word was able to illuminate the path of someone who needed to be encouraged, someone whose life needed to be redirected or somebody who just needed to be reminded of your goodness, of your favor, of your omniscience, of your omnipotence, that you're yet in control and that all things are working together for our good. We pray all these things in my son Jesus' name. Amen. And God bless you. Pray that you were blessed by what you heard on this evening. Pray that God's favor is shining upon you. And I pray that you live with great faith and expectation until I shall see you again. Be blessed. I hope and pray that each of you were touched and inspired by our service today. If you wish to partner with us, you can do so by Giveify. Download the app on Apple Store or Google Play and search for Bright Temple. If you wish to partner with us on Cash App, just look for Bright Temple in the two line. And in the four line, tell us the purpose of your gift. If you would rather mail your gift, you can mail us at Bright Temple, Post Office Box 453, Shelbyville, Tennessee, 37162. Thanks in advance for your generosity, and we pray God's blessings on you and your gift.